The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. It's happened. Kyrie is a real person. She's I'm real. shocked. I'm amazed. Um, who would have seen this coming? Well, basically everybody uh, yes. <laughs> is is the vibe that I get. Um, but yeah, Kyrie, formerly Hojo, Ky- formerly Kyrie Sane, and now just Kyrie, all caps. She went that Marai route. Um, all caps. All she caps. spelled the pirate's name. Indeed, and she she's back in stardom. She was the reveal of uh, the mystery lady, so that is a pretty big get for stardom and uh, huge news to say the least. So, um, what's what's your first thoughts here on on Kyrie coming back? Ky- Kyrie is real. She is not just a a stranger in our chain of memories. It's a reference if you got that. Uh, she she's a real human being wrestler who is going to wrestle um, in a match within a month in Japan, um, and she's going to tag up with Mayu, and that's pretty huge. I was so hyped for it, honestly. But it's also funny because uh, Rossi, being being the the Rossi that he is, had to get his shit in and was like, "Return after a long time, it's Kyrie," and Kyrie did this big reveal. And it was like a, oh, who is it? Who is it? Yeah, it's me. And she like yelled at Ross. She's like, what the fuck? You ruined it. You ruined it, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Fuck, man. And I was just like, yeah, he did kind of ruin it. But that's that's Rossi mm-hmm. for you. You got to get your shit in. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought 
I, I'm really happy that she's back. Yeah, they didn't uh they didn't wait around too long. Things started, a few people said a few bits, and then she showed up straight away. And it was her. And uh she looks fantastic in fantastic shape. Uh for somebody she does who hasn't have wrestled a gym in two years. She does have a gym now and she has been pumping those guns. Holy crap, her arm muscles were huge. Yeah. Um yeah, she's she looks in fairly good shape for somebody who hasn't wrestled in so long. You know, a lot of people would obviously, uh, you know, they might have let themselves go a bit, but she was just like, "Nah, man, gotta gotta get those gains." So uh, good for her. Yeah, honestly, I so yesterday, maybe a day before, a um, Pure Resu Today article came out with Kyrie, and it was talking about the gym and whatnot. And like she was talking about how how busy she is with the gym opening, I'm just like, damn, I don't know if she's gonna, I don't know if she's coming back, man. Like that could be <laughs> that could be an issue. Um, but then I thought about it, I'm just like, why would she be doing an article with Pure Arrested today? Like, not not say, like, but and I've I've felt this way since she had her you know anniversary or or anniversary announcement that she's like, oh, it's my fifth year of wrestling today, and I'm just like. So you still consider yourself an active wrestler. So this, like, un- you haven't just, like, left. You know, you haven't just, like, silently, like, oh, I don't want to retire. I'm just going to not wrestle anymore. You still, f- like, feel like you're an active wrestler. So from that point, I was like, okay, she's going to come back eventually. Um, and I felt sort of similarly with that article yesterday. Is that It's like, well, why is she still talking to Puro today, you know, when it if it's just oh i i you know have a gym and i'm no longer a wrestler i don't care about wrestling but i but i have a gym so let's talk about that so i i sort of imagined that she was coming back um Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of red herrings involved it's true that there was um stardom didn't wait around uh in this press conference and they immediately set up two directions for for Kyrie. somehow Um, somehow somehow they like I said this before. They they gave me something that I love, and then they were like, okay, we'll give you this, but uh, all of your least favorite wrestlers will also be involved, so you have to yes. deal with that. <laughs> and, like, I'm okay with, like, most of it. Like, I, I like I thought that the way they did the, uh, spoiler, the Kozen stuff, I thought that was really funny, yeah. and I thought it was really well done. Um, not as crazy about the Oedotai stuff, but that's just, you know, that's something we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, so the first thing that happened is uh, Kyrie actually mentioned Tam. She was kind of like, hey, I'm very interested in this Tam Nakano young one. And then Unagi showed up in typical Unagi fashion, and I lost it. I was, I was, it was so funny because you just knew Unagi would do this because, you know, she's the assessor. She doesn't know who Kyrie is. She, she said herself, I don't know who, what WWE is. Like Unagi has Unagi has no idea who this woman is, and she's like, "I must assess you. I must tell you, you are not allowed to join my faction, and we will fight." And Tam was like, "Do you, do you do you know who this is? Stop it! Stop!" So it was great. Look, look bad. Stop. Yeah. So um, they they immediately set that up. Uh, I think Kairi was like, "So I mean, there's two of you. I want to fight Tam. Unagi wants to fight me." Let's do a tag match. And she said, I, I'll just team with Mayu. So we she got the first... Yeah, we got the first confirmed uh, Kyrie match, basically, is her and Mayu Iwatani versus Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. And yes, that would be day one because Mayu is obviously in a world title match on day two. So that's the return match of Kyrie 
to get the team with Mayu, who of course she has a lot of history with, and she is opposite Tam, who's obviously one of the big stars in Stardom, and Unagisaka, who they're firmly behind. I think it's very telling that they picked Unagi and Tam. You know, it's just one of those things where they're like, okay, we're going to have a lot of eyes on us for this big announcement. Who are we going to get on screen with Kyrie? And they said Unagi and Tam. And Tam makes a lot of sense because Tam is somebody who they pushed very hard in almost all of their media, on their shows as well, for quite a while. She also um, came in like right after Kyrie left. She did. So yeah. it, was, it was kind of like a just like a missed thing where it's like they know each other obviously because like Tam was around kind of but not really. Uh, but they had never like wrestled before, so I, I think that's a smart. It's it's a fresh thing that you know feels like it shouldn't be fresh, but it is, and it, they don't have a lot of those. Yes, um, and then the other bit is that Unagi is there, and I think that's pretty telling as well because. I'm sick of saying this, and I'm sure people are sick of hearing it, but they, they really am. are high on Unagi. You know, and this is another one of those it. where they chose her to get screen time with Kyrie, and that's pretty important. And she's probably going to take the pin in this inevitable match. That's okay. It can lose to Kyrie. It's fine. You know? I, so I, I need Kyrie to stiff some folks, I'm going to be honest. I came for stiff, brother. I came for stiff. Like she did tease that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did tease it. Dude, we're not like okay. Again, th- this is like one of the few times that you'll hear me say nothing but good words about Unagi because Unagi killed it in this entire thing. Like mm-hmm. when when Kyrie like did the like fake out with the with the um spinning back fist, Unagi just like it looked like she shit her pants on the spot, and I'm just like that is exactly what you needed to do. Thank you. That was perfect. Oh my god, like. Oh, it was so good. And the fucking Kabuki bit, where, like, Kyrie's like, are you not, like, a, a... I... You stole my gimmick. Like, I thought you... You don't even... You don't even know me? You you stole my entire flow, bro. Like, that... I, I'm a, I'm a Kabuki... That was my thing! <laughs> and Unagi's like, no. No, I don't think it was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true. I don't know about that. And I, I loved that. It was, it was a great... It was a great interaction. Um... And Kozen also looked enough like idiots that felt like it felt justified, but they also didn't look like annoying idiots. You know what I mean? Where it's like they looked like they were just like out of place and just strange. And I think that's exactly where they need to be Um, because they still look good. But it just it was funny to laugh at them as they watched this uh, mysterious lady chop in front of them as they uh, (laughs) were engulfed in fear. Definitely. Um, so this is a good first match back because Tam and and Kyrie are gonna do some shit like that. That's gonna be amazing, right? And this also, could be huge. Yeah. It could, and also, I feel like Unagi's strengths could be played too. I could see yes. Mayu and Kyrie yeah. just absolutely beating the crap out of her, and she would sell it like death, and she'd fire up, and it would be great. Like I think this would be a great tag match and a really great reintroduction of Kyrie. The worst thing they can do is uh, have Unagi actually assess her and get heat on her. Um, I don't think they will. Not with <laughs> but Tam if they there. do, not with yeah, Tam no, there. But you know what I mean, because they yes. they can make this bad, but I don't think they will. And if they do, it'll it'll take a lot of work to to make it bad. Um, yes. So. 
it's going to be hard to ruin Kyrie's first exactly. match in two years. Exactly. <laughs> like the buzz of it alone will will carry a lot of it. Um, so yeah. Um, and after that, Kyrie was posing again, taking photos, and she gets attacked by Uedo Tai, specifically Natsuko Tora, Momwanabe, and Starlight Kid. So you basically have the Uedo Tai A team getting some screen time here to attack her. Um, they all got to talk. Momo didn't say much. Kid kind of said a bit, and Tora said a bit. It was fairly your standard heel stuff. Um, but I guess this sets up on day two, Kyrie opposite the Ueda Tai trio. My guess is that we'll see Kyrie team with Utami and maybe Azumi, and because you know Queen's Quest and Ueda Tai are obviously going at it. Yeah. And uh, Queen's Quest are very much on the babyface side of things. So you could easily have Kyrie team with them and help them get some retribution on a way to tie. Especially those two, because... uh, And and that was sort of my one... Not one criticism, I had plenty of criticism. I thought that the, the entire way to tie thing was kind of unnecessary, but that's just me. You know, I think a lot of uh, heal heat is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Besides the point, um, I was like, oh, where's Queen's Quest? Because like, Queen's Quest, like... Yes, yeah, Stars obviously has a lot uh, of Kyrie, you know, reason to care about Kyrie. But like, if you think about it, Utami spent like an entire year being like, "Hey, so Kyrie isn't wrestling anymore. She should uh, she should come over here." Or, "Oh, uh, we should try to get Kyrie over here from WWE." Oh, maybe we, I I want to wrestle Kyrie. Obviously, I want to wrestle Io, but like, I want to wrestle Kyrie. Maybe <laughs> Kyrie should come back for like a year and a half. And also, Saya was the one who found out her identity. And mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know this, Azumi graduated the same rookie class as Kyrie. Um, or no, not graduated. She was in the same rookie cra- class. She was too young to graduate. She had to graduate like a year later. But they literally started wrestling at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, Queen's Quest has the most, like, uh, uh, just, it. they are the most, I don't know what the word is. That's unfortunate. But they, 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 yes, yes. Like, I feel like they just need... They needed to be a part of it. I guess they didn't, because at the end of the day, it, it all went well. But I think her team with Queen's Quest would be pretty smart and pretty mm-hmm. fun. I think it's good, though, that they got a way to tie on screen a bit, because they are they really jump off the screen, you know, especially Tora, Momo, and Kid. They're all very cool, very... You know, if, you've, if you're somebody who's just finding out about stardom, you're going to see somebody like Natsuko Tora and go, hell yeah, she looks pretty awesome. Like, I'm going to check her out. Or you're going to yes. see Momo and you're going to see the blue hair and you're going to see how she was acting and think, oh, she's kind of cool. I wonder what her matches are like. So I kind of like that they got a way to tie on screen and they got those three specifically. Um, and it's also a pretty big match for, for Kyrie, Assuming it is those three and then Tora is fit by then, it might not be those three. But if it is, then you have Kyrie eating not only Tam and Unagi, but the Away to Tai A-team as her reintroduction to, to basically say, hey, she is still a big deal. So really, I, I think a lot of it was done really well. Yeah, I, I... I decided that I'm not going to shit on it uncontrollably because there okay. there were there were things that I was not a fan of. I, I thought, you know, it's it's one of those things that it wasn't actually that bad, but... Uh, in combination with everything else that Starum has been doing, there was a lot of you know things that were just like a bit repetitive. And by repetitive, I mean uh, Starlight Kid getting promo time on every single piece of Stardom medium that exists. Um, but you know, like you said, new fa- newer fans watching this definitely 
gave them a good array of people to get into. Um, and none of them were Utami and Shuri, who are the other two, I guess, relatively mainstream wrestlers. So it gave a few other people the chance to shine for people who don't know them as much. Um, I do think Natsuko is like the coolest person ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm always down to see her around. Um, and I hope when she comes back from injury, her her wrestling is great still because i think that will just really set her apart but i will not get too mad about kid talking (laughs) that's good it was like literally 30 seconds of a of a long press conference i would hope you wouldn't let that ruin anything for you um it ruins most things for me that is fair you are Um, you are very passionate about certain things um i was gonna ask best part no best part of this is they they jumped her and then they left and then five seconds later she gets up like straightens out her shirt and was like damn they got stronger i think maybe i don't know they're cool they're interesting we'll see she's okay so bye. Beast. and she's, i'm just like she's just great <laughs> i was like <laughs> they, that is how you that is how you sell an away type beat down i was like damn that's yeah. crazy okay um let's do the p- photo shoot now can we can we just move on yeah mm-hmm. cool it's the right way to do it yes um i was gonna ask you because i saw of different uh, viewpoints on it. Uh, how do you feel that they didn't leave the entire thing to Kyrie alone? Because to me, it would have been very boring had they said, "Okay, here's Kyrie. All right, see us." Because you know that was it. We didn't get any of the, the see. That's the thing. The Super is... Hall card. We didn't get any other announcements. It would have just been Kyrie, and I feel like that would have been a. All right, that was it. Oh, okay. Whereas now. They gave us stuff to look forward to. They gave us like things that we can go, oh, that's going to be cool. Rather than just going, hey, here's Kyrie. All right, goodbye. See you next time. You know? I think because they didn't announce any of the card, it should have went more like the way it went than just her showing up. Like if, if she, like if they had a card to like announce or at least some matches mm-hmm. on the card to announce and they did some contracts or whatever. Um, even if it was just like the Mayu Shuri match and the Julia Shuri match and just have them sign sign contracts for that and talk for a few minutes. And then at the end, it's like, also, we would have Kyrie here. Um, and Kyrie comes out and it's like, oh, my God. And then it's like, that's the end. Like, I, I don't think that would have been an issue. I do think the Kozen bit was necessary. Um, I feel like the Oedotai bit, when I've slept on it, not that bad. But I was just like, Jesus Christ, do we always have to do this? Like, is this, does this have to happen every time something cool happens? Like, that's kind of annoying. But in, in hindsight, it was, you know, it was fine. So I, I think the way they did it was well, was well done. Um, the Kozen bit needed to be there, I think. I think mm-hmm. that was great. Uh, I was obviously um, dreading hearing the voice of Unagi. But then her uh, her ignorance was at least funny enough to, to make me enjoy that. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it was necessary. Because you're right, it would be kind of barren if nothing happened. I thought that Sai was going to come out and, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> do a bit, but she's nowhere to be found. Well, actually, she is somewhere to be found. She's finding another mystery one. I don't know if we're going to talk about that or not. Um, we can. We could probably leave it till the end. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that did come out afterwards, because there was some comments Kyrie made after the press conference to to interviewers or whatever, is that she plans to. There's no like defined. Um, schedule but she says that she wants to regularly take part in stardom shows so this doesn't seem like a one-off to to me you know this isn't yeah they have her for sumo hall 
and then she's riding off into the sunset in a pirate ship. This is... She's going to be here for presumably all of the pay-per-views, and maybe going forward, Corkins and stuff like that. She seems to be here for the long run, involved in storylines, a part of the company. And that's great. I, I just... Where, like, what do you see the run being? What do you think they do with Kyrie now? Because she's here regularly for however long that is. It might be nine months, might be a year, it might be six months. We don't know. Uh, she said that she wants to challenge for the white belt. So you, you, you'd figure that goes into it as well. But what do you think they do with, with Kyrie? Where does she go in stardom from here? I mean, I've been saying forever, I think that she challenges for the white belt, certainly in the next, mm. you know, six months. Um, she can win it. Like, I, I don't I don't think that it's it's outside the realm of possibility for her to win it. It will great, get great eyes on her. And also, <clears throat> this hurts to say, I feel like, I, I don't want to say that. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. What, um, what were you going to say? I was going to Go say, ahead. Unagi over Kairi is a way better making of unagi wow. than unagi over saya because wow. unagi and saya don't work that well together uh unagi's all like this is already the most enjoyable thing that unagi's done since she was getting her ass beat consistently mm-hmm. i i think that would like and again no offense to saya i think saya is incredible and you know should get everything in the world but I, I think that's a bigger i think that's a bigger win for unagi than over saya i think that would be you know that's the way I would do it personally. Mm. I'm surprised. I I will. I, will I mean, say I, that. okay. That that's how I that's how I view it. But like, if I yeah. could have it my way, it would be like Kyrie over Saya, and then Mayu over Kyrie, and then Hazuki over Mayu, and then like uh, Mecha somewhere is in there. Jumbo's in there at some point, and uh, eventually maybe Unagi at like 50 years old gets the white belt for a few days. Oh God. Um, okay. That's that's where <laughs> I would go with it. But yes, I think that's logically. I think that would be a cool way to go with it. All right. Yeah, I have it more as uh, Saya goes over Kyrie eventually. Um, yes. And I thought there was I two ways they could go with it. Either Kyrie wins it from Saya, has a good run with it, you know, defends it against a bunch of people, and then drops it to Saya at whatever their big year end event is. Or Kyrie goes on a good run, wins a lot of matches, challenges Saya at the year end event, and then Saya defends against her and beats her. Uh, those were my two thoughts, but I could definitely see them going with Unagi, maybe beating Kyrie in the end, and you know Kyrie can beat Saya. That still feels during gross the to summer. Hear. Yeah, like so even though should... I said it, that feels gross. <laughs> you did, um, yeah. Like maybe that's it, and and Kyrie beats Saya during the summer, and then at whatever their big year end event is, drops it to Unagi. So. Those would be the main two. I don't see anybody else being involved if she's going to do that sort of white belt stuff. Because um, they are the main two white belt suspects at the moment. Yeah, I you know... Yeah, I, I think that's that's the way that it would go, unfortunately. I am obviously still on the on the train that like I think Azuki needs the white belt at some point. Like I feel like that's just something as somebody Everybody who cares needs about the white belt. This this yes, roster is ridiculous. Like they have at least a dozen people that should win the belt and but they can't all get it. Like it's oh, yeah, crazy. like like Jumbo Jumbo should like we we talked about this last or earlier this week that's like Jumbo should probably get a belt soon, like a singles mm-hmm. belt. <laughs> Because she's just, you know, kind of killing it. and But 
Yeah. I don't know. I dude, a Kyrie versus Suzuki match, uh like that again, I'm I'm a big historian in that way of I'm a historian of the moon, if you will. Um their match that that was Hazuki's first title challenge ever was mm. against Kyrie for the white belt. Um and I don't think it was even recorded. I, I, I oh, don't yeah. it's non stardom world. I don't know if it was recorded. Uh obviously a lot of stuff from back then wasn't recorded, but still. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is like the coolest prospect in the world. You know, at, like, is them just re-going that match that I've never gotten to see, that I've really wanted to see for a long time. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Here's a question. Uh, is, is Does Kyrie do the GP? That's the biggest question, probably. Because, like, I'm thinking about it, it's like, okay, Kyrie singles matches, what do I want to see? And I thought, oh, I want to see most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> And where do you see most of the singles matches in, in stardom year-round? Is It's the five-star Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because she, you know, I, I this is not the day, the day to criticize Kyrie whatsoever, but she is um, getting ring-wise older. You know, she's only 33, but she has, she has a lot of miles on her in that she's gotten her ass literally obliterated in fucking... WWE. Um, I feel like everybody was like trying to injure her mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever reason. Like she's like, oh yeah, you know, we we work like I, I work like Joshi, so I'm a little stiff. Is that cool? It's like, yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll work you stiff too. And then they just like actually like break her back just for fun. Um, and so she she I don't know if she could handle a five star run because those are like known to injure everybody on the roster. But if she can, if she thinks she can, and if she feels confident in it. And, you know, her her body is, is in the place that it can wrestle, you know, 10 straight singles matches, you know, very in, high intensity singles matches within a month and a half, then for sure. See, but I don't know for sure if she does. The thing is that now that they do the, uh, presumably they're going to keep doing it with the drawn out GP, you can space out her matches enough to where yeah. she will be relatively safe. And also, I mean, she's very fit. You know what I mean? She does the she is she does the gym, and as somebody who does work out myself, you do eventually build up a, a certain tolerance to a lot of this stuff. So I don't think she's super frail, but you know the the way they do the GP now, you can definitely you know pace out when she's going to wrestle and who she's going to wrestle, and you can make sure she has a couple of nights off in there. And then do her bigger matches at the bigger venues. Because, I mean, I doubt she challenges Shuri for the world title during this run. But that's a match that you should do in the GP. Like, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a very easy match to do in the, in the Grand Prix to, to sell some tickets. So, I could see her doing the, the five-star. Just for the fact that it would sell a lot of tickets. If you say, look, here, this is your one time. This is the one time it's going to happen. Harry's in the GP. She's not going to do this again. And you're gonna get a lot of interest there, and also you can have a lot of big matches then to to sell tickets throughout the tournament. So I would I would say she'll do it, um, because the as I said, the way they do it now, you can pace it out with how, yeah, you know, even last year they seemed to like rotate everybody, even on the undercards, so you can give people nights off and nights, you know, nights on and nights off and stuff like that. So I would say she's in it, uh, but that's just that's just my perspective. Yeah, I I definitely see that um but you bring up a and i i hope that she is in it because i think that would you know bring life into a gp that uh isn't look isn't looking like it's gonna be too different this year uh there are Mm -hmm. a few 
new wrestlers, but realistically, most of them are like younger, you know, rookie types. Yeah. So, like, you know, outside of like the Momokogos, I don't really see, like, she's not going to be in it. Um, as outside of like people who were injured last year. So, I think that would bring a lot of uh, a breath of fresh air into the tournament. But you do bring up a point about uh, one time only. How long do you see this happen? Because I, this, I feel like she's on the CM Punk deal where CM Punk is like, I'm not going to tell you how long my contract is. Um, I'm going to be here for a while, though, so don't worry. And I'm just like, okay, so that means in, like, three months, he could just bail. Like, that that could mm-hmm. be it. You know, not three months. It's it's still February. Jesus. But, you know, like, six months, he's just out. Like, he, like yeah. that, very realistically, it's a one-year deal. Um, but also, it could be a fucking five-year deal that he just wants to keep close to his chest and, like, is going to be wrestling for actually a long time. And I feel like it's similarly with Kyrie, except uh, with Kyrie, the prospect of... um having a kid is more prominent because she has mentioned that multiple times in mm-hmm. interviews. So you don't really know. Yeah. I mean, so I would say at least through the end of the year, um, if, yeah, yeah. if they are going to run a, a stardom dream queendom type event at the end of the year, that'll probably, that might be it. That might be the end. Um, but if, you know, if they're going to be smart with her and, and use her part time and she's happy to, flow in and out of storylines like that she could be doing this for a good while you know like a part-time schedule isn't too bad especially with her having the chance then to run her own her own business and i mean you can have a kid and and you can miss one month one day of the month for a, a wrestling show i think you could be fine there so it just depends i mean i'd say regular participation Kyrie, we're looking at least through the end of the year um, and after that, it would just depend on whether she's happy to to maybe do part time. Yeah, I, I get that. Also, uh, one note: I did read the Google Translate version of her uh, Piero Today interview about her gym, and it's actually really wholesome because uh, yeah. she she was talking about how in America um, gyms are a lot more public in that mm-hmm. like anybody can work out there, and she's like, that's not really a thing in like outside of, like bodybuilders and like you know really strong people. Like there, people don't work out. Like people don't, people don't just go to private gyms if they aren't like you know actually trying to like work out. And she's like, and I think that kind of sucks. So I'm opening this gym, twenty dollars, uh, you know, a session, and you can. And I'm just like, that's so sweet. Like that's like one positive thing about America. And she's like, I'm gonna take that and bring it to Japan. And that's really twenty four seven, isn't it? Which is a yeah, pretty, it's twenty four seven too. I believe is a novel concept for there too. So it's yeah, like it's it's really innovative, like for mm. for Japan. It, it really took one good thing about America, and that's their that's our um you know gym system Capitalism. and how it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, it's it's how our our gyms are more inclusive and kind of open to the everyday person and i think that isn't as frequent in japan so it's nice of her to she just seems like a really nice person i'm gonna be honest like that's oh, like lovely. just yeah. random ass shit it's like it's like oh i'm starting a business it's like oh what type of business it's like a, a gym where everybody can work out and it's not too expensive and also i might do be doing private lessons and you know personal training and it'll just be a lot i was like that's so sweet like jesus christ <laughs> like oh man i i love Kyrie. i'm so happy she's back she's great um and yeah, it just—it's—it's it's so crazy to see her back, but it's—it's it's it great right. to have her. It—it it does. Like when Stardom posted that graphic that said "Welcome Home, Kyrie," it was—it was like you know what? That's 
yeah. Okay. This, this is her home, and this is where she should end her career, rather than in the Thunderdome. Oh, man. Yeah. In the Thunderdome, getting beat up backstage by Bailey. Yeah. Or Sasha. One I'm thinking against Bailey. Uh, Bailey is oh, cool, love, 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 but... love Bailey. Love Bailey, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, brief sidetrack. Um, can we talk about how fucking terrible that graphic design stuff was? It's... <laughs> like, not that one specifically, but the poster <laughs> looked so bad. I was like... And and I forget who said it looked really good. And I was like, man, you don't have to chill for this one. It looks bad. <laughs> it looks really bad. Like, look at Shuri. Why is she squished like that? She looks wrong. It doesn't look right. Why did they do like it like it that? Scott, it was Scott that praised it, wasn't it? Feels like God a Scott thing to do. Yeah. I think it was Peps. <laughs> no, no, gonna... no, no. I think it was. I think it was Peps. All right. Yeah. Scott's gonna DM me now. Yeah. Since this really mad. Like, hey, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's, I don't know, it's cool to see Kyrie back. And I think it's great that she's slot right in without feeling like she's overbearing. You know, they yeah. immediately put her in to to stories and it worked. It was so smooth. She, she doesn't feel tacked on. She doesn't feel like she's taking a spot from anyone. It just feels really fluid. And she's somebody who, it's not like Io. Because I've said this a lot about EO. I don't want EO back in stardom. Because she just casts such a shadow over everything. Yeah. It is always the EO show. I was talking I was talking with my friends about this last night, in fact. About yeah. We were kind of comparing Threedom, like to one another. And we were like, EO always felt bigger. Mm-hmm. But she never actually was better. You know, like... like Well, maybe not never actually was. But like in hindsight... uh. Mayu and Kai were probably the better wrestlers and the more fun wrestlers to watch, but she just always was like this presence that mm-hmm. just could not be overcame, whether it was because of herself or because Rossi booked it that way. It was just Io could not be, you know, overcome. Yeah. And, you know, it is how it is. Whereas Kyrie doesn't have that. She's a star. Yeah. Like, she feels like a star. She presents herself as a star, and she's a great wrestler and a great addition. But she also isn't overshadowing everything they've done. You know, Siri still feels like the biggest deal in the company. Utami still feels like a superstar. Mayu is still the icon. But now you also have Kairi. Whereas a lot of other people, they'd be coming back and they feel like they'd overshadow everything. So it's really just pray. I'm just, you know, fair play to stardom for slotting her in so easily. And fair play to Kairi for saying, I just want to come back. We'll do some tags. I'll challenge for the white belt. I'll probably put somebody over. And that's just, it's the best way to go. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in how it goes. I think maybe you're given credit too soon because we never know. But I do think early on, it looks great that they are kind of giving her, obviously the shine, she looks great and she's probably not going to be taking any pins for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, you look at, I think the most, not comparable, because it's not really comparable, because one of them is, you know, Kyrie. But you look at the Riho uh, debacle when she mm-hmm. was uh, with AEW and coming over to, to stardom. She somehow felt like she was, like, being treated as more important, but also had nothing to do. Like, it was very strange. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, Rio is, until she started doing comedy stuff, Rio is here and she's here to wrestle. She's here to, ha- like, win championships. She's here to, like, you know beat other people she is you know this isn't just her fun you know sideshow type of thing 
and then it was because she could never lose and she would usually just sort of phone it in early on and it was just kind of meh and then she got into the tag stuff and she really found her her rhythm so i i hope they find that rhythm before they don't with Kyrie, and i think they can because Kyrie can probably find a rhythm very easily in stardom because you know she's Kyrie. um i suppose a uh, final question on Kyrie. uh what's the one match that you most want them to do what's the one Kyrie match you most want to see um I don't know. There's if you asked me six many, months ago, is there? if you asked me six months ago, it was probably Momo. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably Shuri. Oh yeah. I think that's yeah. that's where I'm going because like, I think babyface Momo, who's just in a bad mood against Kyrie right now, could be like fucking insane. But I feel like heel Momo, she she lays it in a bit more, and again, like not to not to turn this into a shit on Oedo Tai thing, but she lays it in a bit more, which is cool. But I feel like her movement just isn't as fluid as it used to be because she's trying to like, you know, make it evil movement. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know I know like you know that's just how I view it. it. Might not be the case for everybody and how they see it. But uh, a few months ago it would be Momo. Now it is probably Shuri and Azumi, um, just because of the history with her and Azumi being that they both start wrestling at the exact same time. Um, and Azumi always kind of looked up to Kyrie um, because they start wrestling at the exact time. So yeah, I think those two matches are, are big for me, obviously like all of golden generation. Like I think that kind of goes mm-hmm. without saying, but I'd say more than even that it's Shuri and Azumi. Fair. Yeah. I, I, mine is, mine is a lot more simple. It's, it's Mayu. Just 100%. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ky- Kyrie and Mayu is the one that I, I hope to see. Um, it's obviously just for very obvious reasons. Indeed. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, man, that, oh, man. I'm going to cry when she retires, man. That's going to be fucking rough. Because <laughs> I just thought about that. Like, that, that, like, realistically, if she does retire at the end of this run and she doesn't just sort of, like, fade into a part-time type of thing, I, I, it has to be her versus Mayu, or her and Mayu versus somebody big. Um, Hopefully, they that... can get EO for something like that. That'd be nice. Yeah, you, you would hope, but you never really know with them. Yeah. Um, with with them, I mean, with WWE, but yeah, that's gonna be hard. Because <laughs> man, like, oh, I, I love Kyrie, but yeah, I, I mean, obviously Mayu, Mayu's up there, Hazuki's up there, Koguma's up there for God's sakes. They used to. They used to be Ooh. around. Yeah, that was remember, cool. like they they yeah. were, they were around the same generation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Koguma came after, but you look at that one video of Koguma and Hazuki meeting each other, and Kyrie is right there. You know, like she's the one. I'm pretty sure she's the one who like introduced them, <laughs> like yeah. in the first place, technically. You know, so uh, Kyrie's Kyrie and her legacy run through Stardom's veins very, very mm-hmm. clearly. Um, I, I said this about Kagetsu, but um, yesterday I was I was doing a show. Um, but I think that's even present for Kyrie, um, and obviously with the Mayus and the Eos as well. But I think you can really see it when that Kyrie comes back, and you see all of the possible stories that have backstories to them, but have not been fully realized that can be with Kyrie. And I just think if they do it well, if they do it right. If Kyrie's you know here to wrestle, and I truly believe she is then this could be a really great year or so for stardom. 
Definitely, yeah. Startup is off to an insane start to the year <laughs> when you think about it. They yeah. uh, it started in Dream Queendom. They belted up Siri and Saya, one of whom has, has been one of the best wrestlers in Joshi for a long time, and Saya, who's one of their most exciting stars. They got Hazuki back towards the end of last year. They have Prominence debut on a show. They're working with everybody for this New Blood 1 stuff, and now... Assemble's back. Oh, yeah, Assemble. It's kind of cool. I don't yeah. know what the story is of that, though, because it's, it's a free show. So it might just be a, somebody contacting Nagayo and was like, hey, yo, can you do a show? And she was like, yeah, sure. Scott Hall, Scott Hall hit her up. Scott Hall hit her up. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so that's, um, that's the Kyrie stuff, I guess. Um, they did then, uh, as, as you mentioned earlier, there's another mystery woman. Uh, Saya, Saya went to say sorry to, to Kyrie for blabbing, and uh, she went up to a woman in a furry hat, and Kyrie walked up behind her and was like, hey, who, how many people did you tell? Everybody knew. Like, what, what the hell was with that? And Saya looked horrified as she realized there was another mystery that she had accidentally spoiled. Um, and yeah, she, she stared daggers into this second mystery lady, so... There's more surprises to come from Stardom. Um, I doubt this one is on the same level as as Kyrie. Um, speculation is is leading at the moment. A lot of people seem to think it's it's Sorianu or uh, Tai Hanma. I get the sense that it's another return. I don't know why. I, I I feel so too. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just I I got that sense from from whoever it was. Like this is somebody who's who's been here before. Um, maybe like Yoko Bito or something like that. I don't know. She kind if... of has like reddish hair, which is I don't know who, mm. who has kind of reddish hair. Yeah, maybe Act is coming back. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. No, Act Act in a mask is coming back. I forget what her what her the name Wild is. Bunny. Yeah, Wild Bunny's coming back. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I only learned about that today. Some really? You, yeah, because somebody I think I've known about this for months. Because somebody was being very sarcastic, and they were like, "Where's all of these Akiyasakawa fans who are so angry at Yoshiko talking about her comeback?" And I was like, "What? What comeback? She's she, she's been wrestling." And they were like, "Yeah, she's been under a mask. She's the wild bunny." Yeah, I had no idea. In I fairness, though, I've person. never been like a huge Akiyasakawa fan because obviously by the time I started watching Stardom, she was long gone. So I've never yeah never had same. that attachment to really keep up with her so um but yeah so who do you think this new mystery lady is i have no clue in hell i'm gonna be honest mm. um, it could be anyone right, right. it literally could be anyone um and i think i think my speculation for the day is done well not for the day because it's been you know but for the the week no uh, whatever i don't know but Saya looked like she saw a dead man, in in so it's probably Yoshiko. Um, I don't know why that came to the mid. That's that's that, Yoshiko has green hair now, so I don't think so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, it's the thing is, is that it looks like Kyrie. Like it still looks like. Wait, ooh, wait, ooh, wait. What could it be? Sheeta. No, she's in Tokyo. I don't think so either. Moment. No, I don't think so either, but, like, I don't know why, but that, 
Ah, uh, no, it, it can't be. It can't be. No, that okay. No. <laughs> that's my that's my guess. That's my guess. Is okay. that Sheeta? It's probably not. It's definitely not. In fact, um, Sheeta has multiple times said, "I never want to work for that fucking company. I don't give a fuck who's there. Who cares about stardom? I don't." And she said that multiple times. So I doubt it's her. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. I think it's somebody coming back as well. I don't know why, but I, I just I could see sense. it. I could see it being someone coming back. Saying that there are enough free agents to uh to definitely fill it out, it it could be a number of them. So uh, who knows really? The world may not. Ne- well, they will know eventually. But eventually, the world may never know. I wonder if it's before Sumo Hall or after. It's gotta be before. Like Sumo Hall is like a month away. They drag these things out though. Sometimes. They do. But. What if it's what if there's always a mystery person? Like what if, what if Sai is always chasing this mis, this mysterious stranger, um, and it just becomes a new person every like six months? Because they do have at least a new person like every six months or so. Mm-hmm. So at every all times, Saya is like, wait, but I thought there's another one. <laughs> like oh man, that would be hilarious. If at every reveal, it's like, wait a minute, if you're not them, then who's dun dun dun, and just like. For the for the next five years, that's just how they introduce new people. Saya's living in a soap opera, huh? That dude, I grew up watching soap operas. I would love that. <laughs> of course. Um, Big general hospital guy. One life to live. Get at me. Fair enough. Um, I wonder if Mayu chimed in on on Kyrie coming back yet. You would think, but I like I've seen everybody else try. Like I've seen everybody else okay. talk about. I don't know if she I has her. an excuse. It's her birthday. So she probably is not aware. She's too busy eating cake and just uh, hanging out yeah. with Pochi. So the dog. Yeah. Shout out the dog. This is my. This is a uh, my child. It's a dog. Yes. Yes. This is my child. The dog. The dog. Man, I remember that video. This is again. We're we're going off off random shit at this point. But I, do you remember that video of her and Saki just like going around like to a mall and yes. shit with with. With yes. the dog man, that was so cute. <laughs> that was they never finished subtitling that, and it made me very upset. Like they did, they said, "Oh, no, part two will be coming out next week," and then it never came out. That is tragic, really, entirely tragic. Um, all right, so we, I don't want to, I don't want to drag this on any longer than necessary. Of course, of course. Um, I do have one question for you that popped into my head while you were talking. Is Kyrie the greatest stardom trainee? Is she the best one? No, Mayu. Okay, that's a fair. That is fair. Although like, no, I, I, I always had Kyrie better at their peak. I always had Kyrie ahead of everybody. She was the best member. I think it's them. difficult. I, I, I think it's it's difficult because I obviously I came in a bit later. Um, and I was not crazy about Kyrie when she first came into like WWE, and that's why I first saw her. Um, like by the time she started, like I, I wasn't, I didn't, not that I didn't like her, but I wasn't crazy about her in the. Uh, in the May Young, oh. I actually, if if you could believe it, I was a bigger. Uh, uh, wait, Matsumoto was in the second one. Or was she in the first one? Mm-hmm. I forget. Hiroya was the first one. Pretty sure. Yeah, I was. I was a bigger. I was a bigger uh, Hiroya fan. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. she's really cool. Yeah. So, you know that that sort of is telling of you know who my like favorite wrestler right now mm-hmm. in the world is. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I was never crazy about Kyrie, and then I went back and I watched a lot of her matches, and I was like, oh, she's awesome, she's great, she's you know better than Io, uh, and that's where I landed. And then with Mayu, 
I feel like it's hard to beat Mayu for me because she was so synonymous with like my favorite time in wrestling. Yeah. And she was at her peak at that time. Um, and in fact, she was like post peak because her peak kind of got ruined because of her injury. Uh, you know, like because I would say her peak was probably supposed to be like 2017. And she got she got fucked out of that. So I don't know. I think maybe if you look at it like uh, accolade wise and like, you know, just like that, it could be Kyrie, but I feel like Kyrie and Mayu are very much on the same level, and I kind of have Mayu ahead by a little bit. Is there anybody close to them too? Stardom trainee, you mean? Yeah. Like so not like Eo doesn't count because she isn't a Stardom trainee. Uh, Yuzapon wasn't really a Stardom trainee. She predates Stardom a little bit. Um, Kagetsu obviously doesn't count. So yeah, it's just uh... just pure Stardom. Trainee. And we're talking about best here. What what do you describe as best? The best wrestler among them. The best wrestler among them. Mm-hmm. Um if, you, will probably say, you will probably like say you will probably say Utami Hizuki. in five years. Mm. Utami in five years, maybe. Yeah. Uh I I feel like Kazuki is up there. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know if she's like close enough to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, Kazuki okay. on a good day could have a better match than Mayu on a good day, but it's very unlikely that that happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're both having, if they're both on their game and they're having incredible matches, you know, one next to each other, both against, like, Shuri, like, best wrestler they possibly can, Mayu probably has a better match. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and similarly, I feel like Mayu probably has a better match than Kairi if it's outside of context. Because, like, right now, yeah, I'm thirsting for a Shuri versus Kairi match more than I'm thirsting for a Mayu versus Shuri match, but just purely based on just like just how they wrestle Mayu's is probably the best and Kyrie's probably a close second um i i know that everybody's going to going to clown me for this but i i think of children trainees nobody's better than Azumi like you know but that's that's very specific uh, we'll have to look back in you know 10 years to see how she matches yeah, up yeah i have a feeling Hanan will overlap her eventually. Honestly, Hanan, Hanan will love her can. and Kid eventually, I think. Probably. And maybe Rina as well, because Rina that's is probably That's incredible. probably the one... That's probably... Hanan's probably the one person I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, Fair. of lapping, like, other wrestlers that I really care for. Yeah. Um, I would just be like, yeah, that's that's fair. She's she's destined to be, like, one of the greatest baby faces of all time in Joshi. So, like, if she can, if she, can she will. But, no, that's a good question, because... I still think Mayu, but like you, I haven't. We haven't even touched on like Yoshiko, you know, or like like people. Yoshiko is a weird of that sort, isn't she? Because she is. So much of her her prime years have been spent in in Seed, where she oftentimes is just in tags and stuff. Um, so like maybe Yoshiko on her very best is probably up there, but we just don't see that as much. So she's a bit of yeah. a weird one. Although in saying that, she is like the best tag wrestler of the past decade. So I don't know. She's certainly up there. Yeah. She's like literally every I, tag I team, every Yoshiko tag team is amazing. Her and Tayo, her and Yama, Yamashita for from Borderless. Remember Borderless? That was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Her and Matsumoto when they were a team. Um, who else is she team with? She had another one. I don't know, but you get the point. Like great tag teams. Um, I mean, like just Yoshiku Yoshiko Army, like that, like just everybody yes. in that was great. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like every time she teamed with anybody. So yeah, that's um, Yoshiko is definitely an interesting addition to the, the conversation. Uh, and it's it's wild because like a lot of the wrestlers that we see now are not stardom trained. Like you don't even realize that. But I was just like, oh well, you know, like this this is a good conversation for like five years from now. Um, but then I looked at him. It's like, well, Jumbo wasn't stardom trained. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Natsupoy wasn't. Mm-hmm. Micah wasn't. You know, and you start like going on list. Julia wasn't. Sherry obviously wasn't. Mariah wasn't. You know, even if Unagi becomes the greatest wrestler of all time, she wasn't. Like I, I doubt she will. Trust me, I doubt she will. But you know, like. Momokogo, if she grows into, you know, one of the best, she wasn't fully stardom trained. It's, they're starting to weed out and they really need to get back on that whole, you know, we train wrestlers thing. <laughs> Cause, uh, you know, obviously it's not bad that they have a lot of, you know, uh, people that they've sort of poached, um, you know, at, at a, at a younger point in experience and have trained them themselves, but it's really try to start finding, you know, new people to wrestling so that they can sort of have that you know we created this nobody else can take credit for it uh but they haven't really had that in a while yes that is true um but yeah with that we've we've kind of gone through everything um i'm glad this was Kyrie, so we could talk about it <laughs> it's, it's very exciting to have her back in stardom um obviously i didn't want to believe it until the last minute but when she showed up i was i was so excited um, just like everybody was, I'd imagine. Unless you're one of those weirdos who doesn't think she's that good, in which case, just leave. You know, I, I was actually talking to Tony yesterday, and he was like, Dylan, you have to shit on this. I know you don't want to, but you have to do it for the bit. You, ha- you have to call her washed up. You have to call her uh, call her ass, call her fragile, call her everything you can just to, just to get some heat. And I'm like, Tony... You just said that to me, and it feels disgusting. I want to puke. Why would you ever say that? <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I cannot do that. Like, because I was like, I was like going along with the joke. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ran everybody's parade, and he's like, yeah, just call her. The-. I was like, That's gross. How dare you say that? That's terrible, Tony. What's wrong with you? And he's like, I, I, I like her. Like that. No, it's. I was like, still, don't even say those words. <laughs> Damn, poor Tony getting put on blast, huh? He just got off the boat. Everybody's mad at him. Oh, okay. Um, I don't... He works on a boat, and everybody gets mad at him. He's not on the boat. It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we uh we will be back next week uh to review the uh, upcoming Karkin and the upcoming yes. Stardom pay per view. Uh, one of which might have Kyrie on them. She might show up. Maybe save somebody from. She probably uh... does commentary. Maybe I could, I could see her do commentary. I could see her on the pay-per-view after the Queen's Quest Away to Time match. I could see her helping Tami and, and Lady C. Yeah. I think that'd be a great way to set up the, uh, the day two of Royal Climax match. So, that is my prediction. If it comes true, uh, I will start charging everybody for, for predicting lotto numbers, and then I will run away when they are wrong. So, Yeah, I was going to say, you're you're way less correct than even I am, and I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is harsh. I am usually yeah, good at predictions. Just, you know, depends on the prediction. You keep believing that, buddy. Let's let's close the show. Oh, harsh. All right. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Uh, hope you enjoyed this little foray into the news. We do these every now and then. Um, so generally, we just do the one episode a week. But every now and then, something spicy happens in stardom, and we just have to talk about it like this. Um, chat. Please come back next week for our normal episode. 
And with that, let us close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo and Ahoy. Armaty. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.